All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Continue on. Sports 1440. Jason Greger. Sean Brown. With you on the Greger Show. Presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Where it's going to be very busy at PlayAlberta.ca. 16 NHL games as the uh, puck drops in the early one. Toronto and Washington uh, any second. Now uh, the Oilers and the Wild will get going in about uh, three hours time. And uh, you'll have games uh, starting every half hour, every 50 minutes from the bottom of this hour. So basically it'll be like 4.30, 4.45, 5 o'clock, 5.15, etc. Now, will it actually be at the top of the hour? I'm, uh, I'm very, very doubtful that that'll be the case. So we'll see. We'll see how many of these games actually start 50 minutes apart. Oh, that would be amazing if it actually happened. Stunning, to be honest. Uh, coming up in a few moments, help your neighbor. Your chance to qualify to win a brand new furnace from Legacy Heating. But first, let's talk a little uh, oil report brought to you by Volvo of Edmonton. Stop in right now and get a great deal because it's $5,000 off any remaining 2023 model. SUV, car, whatever you like. The wagon, they're unreal. Check it out, volvocarsedmonton.com. As uh, Jesse Pierce, beat reporter for the Minnesota Wild, joins us. And uh, Jesse, the season started great for the Wild. Uh, well, specifically Gustafson. They stood on his head in a 41-save shutout. But uh, since then, they've given up 21 goals in four games, very unlike the uh, the Minnesota Wild. Um, I see basically a rookie defenseman in each pairing right now. Well, Kalen Anderson isn't a rookie, but he's uh, you know, not overly experienced, basically 80 games. Um, is, is it too easy to say they just grossly miss their captain and that's why their defense has struggled this much? 
I mean, it certainly looks that way, right? Jared Spurgeon obviously cannot be uh, undervalued, fantastic defenseman. There's a reason he is the top pairing for your Minnesota Wild. But I'm not really sure what's going on because most nights, even in these losses, Brock Faber, one of those rookie defensemen that you mentioned, Jason, he has been the best. So I yeah. think you also need to look at Jake Middleton stepping up, John Merrill stepping up, uh, Kalen Addison being another one. Some of those guys that have at least that experience to really make up for that valuable experience at Jared Spurgeon has and that the wild are missing so you know i would expect because when we think of the wild historically they've always been a really good defensive team right they know how to play defense uh last year it was their calling card but they've got a very unique mix because they got some physical tough players up front if you want to kind of take the game to the trenches they can they can feel comfortable doing that kaprizov obviously can score with some of the best players in the league um the last four games, though, like Toronto 7, and I watched that game, and it was a crazy game back and forth. It was fun to watch. I'm sure it maybe wasn't fun for the Wild, but, you know, the L.A. Kings score set. And then they gave up 54 shots to Columbus, which is, like, they're really, it's not just, like, their defense. Their whole system through the neutral zone, like, they're just, right now, are they, do they look like a team that's just not in sync? Because they don't normally give up this many shots, this many scoring chances repeatedly. 100%. I mean, especially that Columbus game, recency bias, obviously, that's what I'm thinking of. Not only did they allow 54 shots, they were outshot something like 26 to three in the second period alone and the high danger opportunities. You go back to the very opening game the Minnesota Wild had against the Florida Panthers, and that's what they did particularly well. They boxed out a lot of the Panthers and granted Florida a little banged up coming into that game, but still they kept a lot of those guys, Kachuk, the guys to the outside. They haven't done it since. You're letting the guys get in, get those high danger chances, get those high energy shots, which luckily for Minnesota, Philip Gustafson has been able to stand on his head, not let it get out of hand. Yes, you could argue five, six, seven goals is a little out of hand but considering 54 shots it could be far far worse so it's a matter of the defense tightening up and then clearing it out through the neutral zone and getting those good entryways I mean also going back to special teams too power play needs to clean it up a little bit and get some better entries uh that way so a lot of areas that the Minnesota Wild can tweak in order to be successful luckily it's still early on in the season but they're going to have to get a handle on it sooner rather than later starting tonight against Edmonton Jarrett Spurgeon I played with his uh brother over in Europe, where I know he got hurt in training camp. Where's he at? Like, when's he? When? When's his timetable of coming back? You know, hopefully soon. He is week to week still. He has been skating by himself. Uh, Matt Boldy, another player that the Minnesota Wild are desperately missing, one of their high octane uh, forwards. He will be joining on the trip. The Minnesota Wild heading to Philadelphia and Washington and New Jersey coming up here. So he's closer than Spurge. Spurge will still continue to skate alone. But I imagine once the Wild get back from this three game road trip coming up here, hopefully he's able to rejoin the team in some capacity. Because as we all know, that's the next step is him getting in with the guys and being able to skate and be on the ice with them um, I would project probably two more weeks but you know time will tell we'll see I know certainly you don't want to rush back any player especially a guy like Spurge to re-aggravate anything make sure he's 110% healed up before he's good to go the most surprising stat to me is that Brock Faber is a rookie uh, on a team that's been outscored 15-12, 5 on 5. When he's on the ice, they're outscoring the opposition 7-4. So they're infinitely better with him on the ice and without what is, and I know he, he doesn't necessarily come in as a highly regarded offensive guy. Like he just knows how to play defense, which is very rare for any young defenseman, right? Like it's rare to come in and not go to the minors and quote, learn how to be a defenseman. That, that's his calling card, Jesse. What, what has he done so well? What's impressed him the most when you talk to the coaches about his defensive play? 
It's his intelligence, really. I mean, the way that he can read the puck. I know Jonas Brodeen, another star defenseman for Minnesota, one that's always constant, the guy that can always be back. You know, when he was paired up with Matt Dumba, Brodeen was the guy that would be able to get back and play that defensive role. Well, now this year, they want to see Broads jump into the offensive play a little bit more, which means Brock Faber needs to be that defensive guy. But what Dean Evson has said is they kind of ping pong off each other. They're both learning how to be a little bit more offensive, how to get into the play. Um, but for me, Brock Faber in general, just the way that he he plays the game, that, that hockey smarts that we all tout and that we all love to see, um, especially in a defenseman. I think that's where he really sets himself apart. We saw it very early on last year when he joined the Minnesota Wild for three regular season games after concluding his college career. Um, and he just seamlessly has fit into the NHL. And I think it, a lot of that has to do with his hockey intelligence. You look tonight, uh, obviously no McDavid. Uh, it's a big break for any team that's facing the orders when you don't have the league's best player uh, in. But uh, Leon Dreisaitl obviously has fared quite well when McDavid is out of the lineup. Um, is Erickson Eck, is that the matchup you expect from a forward position? Is that the line that we should see uh, matched up against Mc, uh, with Dreisaitl and Kane? I think so. They kind of have been that shut down line. They're the ones that are going against the other team's top lines, um, especially because Minnesota's top line of Kirill Kaprizov, Ryan Hartman, and Matt Zuccarello has yet to really get going. So I think you want to make sure that you get a very favorable matchup for them. Jules Eriksson-Eck has had a tremendous start to the season, obviously after ending last year very prematurely, breaking his uh, his leg there, um, has come back full force, a lot of net front presence. That line's going to be huge, especially as you guys mentioned, without the Oilers and Connor McDavid. Um, it'll be a tough, tough battle. Both teams looking to kind of right the wrongs that they've had so far early on in the season. Do you find, are Wild fans happy or disappointed that they don't get to see McDavid? <laughs> I mean, everybody loves to see Connor McDavid. He is the best hockey player in the world. Um, I And, you know, ironically, Minnesota has fared very well against Connor yes. McDavid and the Oilers. You go back to last year, right? They were able to shut him down and limit him. So it's almost, you know, you question is it a good thing that Connor McDavid isn't playing because they are going to have some very hungry players stepping up into roles and opportunities? But I think it's probably a mixed bag because you want to see Connor McDavid. You also want to see a Minnesota Wild win, especially since they haven't done that in three of their past four games. So it's probably a little bit of both, a little 50 50. Uh, but you'll have to settle for watching Connor McDavid, Minnesota Wild fans on TV at home in the future. You guys have uh, former Edmonton Oiler Patty Maroon there. Um, I know you brought him in there for a veteran presence and for what he's accomplished throughout his career. How would you say that, uh, how has he fulfilled that role so far? I mean, so far, so good, right? He kind of was brought in to replace the Ryan Reeves voice, the quote machine, and Pat Maroon certainly does just that. What I was really impressed with is the last game they moved up Pat Maroon to play with Freddie Goudreau and... Uh, or excuse me, no, yes, yes, Jules Eriksson, sorry, Jules Eriksson and Marcus Johansson. Um, and that worked really well. You saw that line really produce and that line really generate, which, you know, you looked at it at first, and you're like, huh, Pat Maroon with Eck and Johansson. Okay, but it worked. He has that physical presence. He's able to separate the player and the puck and, and play his role. So I've really enjoyed it. Pat Maroon's a good dude too, and it never hurts to have uh, a cup champion in your locker room that can tell you how it is. Now, Goligoski was placed on LTIR uh, is it a month or are they expecting it long term for him? 
I mean, they've been kind of mum about it. Goligoski had been struggling a little bit, too, and obviously we all know the Minnesota Wilds cap situation. So it works out, right, unfortunately for Goligoski, but to have him on LTAR to get a little bit more wiggle room, get some recalls in there, get some different guys, that's been good. So I think it'll be a month again. They're not going to rush him back also because Goose was kind of an odd man out in a defensive rotation once in a while, too. So I think they're going to let him heal up whatever the injury might be. Of course, again, Dean Nevson very quiet on it, um, but it'll probably be quite a quite a while, maybe about a month or a little bit more until Goose is back on the ice. Jesse, we earlier appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. And it's funny, one last one, actually. Um, Edmonton beats up on Nashville for fun, right? Like, they can't <laughs> lose to them. But it's kind of the same for the Wild and the Orders. Like, the Orders are the team that the Wild are just like, well, oh, we beat the Orders for fun. Any idea why? You need to give us one. They need somebody to beat up on. Minnesota's kind of always the whole home team. We need somebody to do in Edmonton. Unfortunately for you, it's uh, it's the prize pick. So we appreciate it here in Minnesota. Awesome. Thanks for your time, Jesse. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Bye. That's uh, Jesse Pierce uh, joining us from Minnesota. It is funny. Like, And some teams, you just I, – I'm a big believer in you feel good when you go certain places and maybe you don't feel as good. And Edmonton, like – it's not that they're losing. The last five games in Minnesota, they lost all five. They got outscored 17 to five at five on five. Like Joel Erickson Eck, that line, he's been able to contain the orders. Uh, Jared Spurge, remember, they came to Edmonton. He had a natural hat trick. A defenseman had the natural hat trick. They come back to win that game in Edmonton five to three. Like they just, they have Edmonton's number. And uh, it'll be interesting. You know what? Maybe. It sounds very strange, but as she said, you know, with McDavid out, there's you don't consciously wait for him to make plays because they're like, hey, he can get his three points and we can still get ours as a line and we'll be fine. We'll have a better chance to win. And we saw that last year. The orders led uh, the NHL in goals. We're fifth and five on five goals. But against Minnesota, for whatever reason, Brownie, they just they got their number. And you know what? You can't explain it. I know that, you know, there was an interview there with Leon Dreisaitl, and that was one of the questions that he was asking for, you know, for whatever reason, sometimes guys feel it, um, different, uh, in different arenas, different cities. Um, you know, it just, you know, it's a, it, it goes without saying. It's just, it's somewhat of a mental, it's a mental game. Um, you know, and it's, uh, you know, depending on the situation of when you're going in, whether it works or it doesn't, it work for you. So, um, you know, but it'd be interesting now going into Minnesota. The Oilers obviously, you know, are, are going to be that much more desperate without having McDavid in there. Um, so hopefully we'll get a different result with uh, a different approach to the game. Right now is your chance to qualify and help your neighbor. Here's how it works. Uh, every day for the next uh, month, on the show in the four o'clock hour, we are going to do, run a contest and uh, you will qualify. You go into the, you automatically just for winning the day, you get the, uh, one of the brand new uh, sports 1440 hats. Very rare. Very few listeners have it, right? So automatically you get one of those. Brownie has one. Uh, he stole it though. <laughs> um, and so here's what you're going to win though. So there, there's two prizes. You'll win one for yourself. You're going to win an Echo B Smart Thermostat courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling and a pair of seats to the Orders Wild Game on uh, Friday, December 8th. Okay, that's what the winner is the nominator, I like to call you. But the major prize, you're going to gift it to someone in your circle. Somebody who that you know at work, a family member, friend, could be a neighbor, 
somebody that you know who really needs a brand new high efficiency furnace. It's going to be installed. They're going to take out the old furnace free of charge. It's going to come with a Honeywell T4 thermostat. It's an installed Goodman 96% energy high star efficiency two-stage gas furnace. This is top of the line, baby. So here's how you can qualify today. We are going to take caller number 13 in honor of Matthias Janmark. Caller 13, 833-401-1440. Good luck. 425, uh, Gregs, I love the fact you went with caller 13, Lucky Janmark. Well, hey, you know, it's the theme of the show. Got to have a little fun with it. Why not? So, yes, uh, Help Your Neighbor brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, where you as an office, so this is a different contest. You're going to win something for yourself. You can. Everybody who, uh, everybody who qualifies every day, you automatically get one of the brand new, um, Sports 1440 hats. So that's an automatic. Then you'll go into the draw. And uh, if your name is picked, uh, you as the nominator will win a Google Nest or Echo Smart Thermostat, courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling, and a pair of sweet lower bowl seats where the orders attack twice. On Friday, December 8th, from the wild courtesy of the Jason Greger Show. And then most importantly, you will be able to gift a fully installed furnace system, courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling, to a co-worker, somebody. The rule is they have to own their home and reside within 100 kilometers of Edmonton. Okay, that's the rule. So whoever you want to gift it to, make sure they fall under those categories. You can't uh, install a furnace in a rental property. Right, it's not uh, it's not what they want because you could be out in a year. So we go to uh, Callum, who is caller number eleven. Callum, how you doing? Good yourself. I am excellent. Uh, congratulations, uh, you got in. So you've auto, you've won the hat for sure. Uh, you're in the draw to win the uh, smart thermostat and the and the order wild seats. And then, of course, uh, most importantly, is uh, you could uh, gift this to a coworker, a neighbor, a family member, a friend, just nobody in your own household where you reside. A brand new. High efficiency furnace. Do you need a furnace? I would, sure. I mean, I could always use one, but my middle brother was calling me. He just bought a house and he had like 15 furnace questions just the other day. So maybe I'll just give him a new one. Oh, well, there you go. That would be a good bro. All right, man. Well, congratulations. Uh, Stay on the line. Connor Halley will get your info on how you can get the uh, hat. And then uh, you will be in the draw on Monday, November 20th. This is when we do the draw and we will announce the the nominator prize and then uh, who you're going to gift it to. Good luck. Awesome. There you go. There you go. It's that easy. And, uh, you know, this is the second year doing this. uh, Big shout out to Legacy. Uh, They donate this whole prize package. It's fantastic. And uh, last year it really worked out. You want to give it to someone who really needs it? Like, think about it. Like, that's a huge prize, man. Brownie uh, right now is going to need a new boiler and everything. (laughs) Jeez, what are you doing over there? House is getting old. Yeah, geez. Been in there for 20-something years. It's starting to need a little makeover. I know. Well, there you go. So... It's, uh, it can be an expensive venture. So, uh, and hey, th- just trying to get your, like, even if you replace yourself, just get rid of your old furnace is a pain. So they'll take out the old one, they'll f- install everything, make sure everything is working. It's amazing. Uh, again, the only rule is when you, the person that you nominate to get it has to own their home and reside uh, within 100 kilometers of Edmonton, east, north, south, or west. So that's basically like, you know, 100 kilometers east. That's 400 kilometers round trip if you want to go each way. So. Nice. I guess it's 200 each way. Now, let's get to Struds On, brought to you by Action Electrical. And you want to take action in your savings, because as we all know, the bills are pretty high. Best way to save it, 
get solar. And you're, you get a $5,600 grant free right now from the federal government if you want to use it. Go to actionelectrical.net or give them a call and they will help you out. As uh, we are joined now by former NHLer from the uh, Got Your Back podcast, Jason Strudwick. Strudy, how you doing? Good, buddy. A lot better than Oilers fans are right now, probably. A little tense, I, I feel, as I walk around the city. Well, buddy, Yanmark to the rescue. Matthias Yanmark. <laughs> yeah, when I saw those lines, I saw your tweet. I was like, ooh, that's, uh, that's a little bit of a surprise. You know, I, I think you're looking – I get the sense he's trying to spread the riches around a little bit. You know, I think he's trying to, trying to have a little bit of something on every line and then try to kind of even out that ice time and give everyone a chance. You know, I think that, you know, at certain times you might see those lines consolidate into maybe two or three. But I just think that he's trying to spread out the love a little bit, give everyone give maybe three three more even lines if you've gone a different direction. And, and that's fair, I guess. Uh, and it's, the problem is, uh, like we joking, they have the donut line, so uh, you got three guys <laughs> with with no goals in the third line. You know, Yanmark and Kane don't have a goal yet, so uh, you know, like it's odd that you got two guys in your top line with no goal. But when you have three quarters of your fours without a goal, it's really hard to find, you know, uh, I guess, you know, the Nugent Hopkins, Hyman, Fogel line, uh, that's going to be their offensive line. And the two games they played together, they've actually played quite well. But um, I'd look at it, you know, where do you come out on how a team reacts when their best player goes down? We saw it the last time, you know, for six straight games, like one game's different than six, but six straight games, you kind of get used to, you know, he's not going to be there. They know he's not playing against New York. And I don't know if he's going to play on Sunday against Calgary. Not we'll wait and see, but in your experience, Strutty, how, how do guys like, what's the conversation when you lose your best player? Well, everyone knows you don't replace that guy. There's no one else in the world that can literally replace that guy. So it's pretty tough. But I think what you ought to do is do it by committee. And then people should be excited that they're going to get more ice time. Now, unfortunately, it's at the expense of your captain. But, you know, you, you look at different guys that might get opportunities. Number one, uh, Evander Kane is going to get on the power play. You know, he, he, I, I get the sense he wants to be on there. And I get it. He's a goal scorer. And he's a guy that the Oilers probably had penciled in for, what, 25 to 35 goals? And he hasn't really got that. He's been taking more shots from the outside, I think, than last year. He's a guy now, here's his chance to step up and kind of be the leader that donors really need him to be right now. Um, and then, you know, as far as, you know, the penalty kill, it's not like he plays that many minutes, but still, that's a couple more minutes or a minute a night that someone else is going to get. Then the five-on-five five minutes, that's another group of time you're going to get. So I guess the bad news is your captain's out. The good news is that you have a lot of guys that haven't scored who are going to get more ice time um, and, and more cherry-type ice time. So you can expect or you hope that some of those guys are going to step up and deliver now that they need the team needs them. They need them desperately, even before, but now they definitely need that from those players. Strutty, what are your thoughts on the Kane comment uh, during his interview with Sportsnet there? I, I personally thought it was great. I mean, I think you're one of those players, too, that back in the day would have found a way if you, how can I get involved in the game and what can I do um, to kind of separate myself? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I think it's, I, I think there's some truth to what he was saying. Like he, I think he actually, I think there was some frustration about how many minutes he's getting. And I, I do, I've been, I've been saying this for a while now, you know, Jay has got to find a way to get more players involved in the game nightly. 
I, I think when he came over and took over the job from Dave Tippett, um, you know, you had players talking about how everyone now feels like they're contributing. And I get you have some massive weapons in there, but you got to find other ways of getting guys involved. And, and, you know, there are not every night, but there are nights. Now, some of that might be specialty teams, but there are nights where I feel that the third and fourth lines really aren't involved in the game. Um, so how do you get more guys involved, get them involved in the game, feel like they're, they, they can take ownership of what they're trying to do? Um, and I think that that's a challenge. So, you know, did Kane mean that or not? I'm not sure if he meant it. I, maybe it was his own situation. He didn't play much in that first period. But I do think that Jay's got to find a way to get more ice time, get more guys involved. It can be as simple as starting the third line for the second period or starting for the first period, whatever. But just to get out there and say, we need you guys. Show them that you're involved. And I think that winning teams, everyone feels like they contribute. I'm not sure the Oilers in these first five games, every player would tell you they feel like they're contributing. Oh God, no, no chance. I think there's, there's many more than just small little details here, whether it's a eliminate a major error or, you know what, bang home your opportunity struts. Like the orders of five on five play actually hasn't been that bad. Like they dominated Winnipeg five on five. They'll shot them 32, 14. They had, I think three breakaways they didn't score on. Like at some point, like I'm a big believer. We taught, well, you got to play good defense. Well, you're, when you're a forward, your role is to score. So at some point you got to do your job by cash in. <laughs> it's, it's point well made. He's made that one before, and I, I hear you. I think that, you know, I think I think Fogel had a, a, a breakaway that that game, if I remember correctly, yep. and it wasn't really even a really a like not like I was a sniper, but it wasn't really even that hard of a save, right? So. I think when until you score, and if you if you go a number of games without scoring, I think you get a little bit nervous, and you start overthinking everything, and you're you're, you're not just feeling it. When you, when you now again, I didn't do it much, but when you do get a few points, I had a three game point streak, I think one time. God, it feels like a hundred game point streak, and everything every pass is on the tape, and you know everything just seems a little bit rosier. So you know how do you how do you get guys that have you know to use your word donuts uh, on their score sheet to get them feeling good? Well, sometimes you got to just manufacture an ugly one. You know, and, and I'll go back to Vander Kane. You know, shooting from distance, I think when you're feeling it works or if the other goalie is struggling. But getting more inside and shooting more from inside, what I call the home plate area, and that's just not just Kane, I extend it to everybody. Then getting second chance opportunities, banging in pucks. Um, you know, go back, I think it was the second game of the Oilers uh, with the Canucks, or maybe it was the first one. They kind of blend together. But, you know, they had players just tipping pucks in front of the Oilers netminder, right? No one, no one was tying up sticks. So go to those areas and kind of just get on the board and then maybe things loosen up for you, you know, as far as shots from a little bit more distance. Struddy, what do you think of um, Gregor and I were kind of talking a little bit about off air about some guys and some players that are playing a little bit more out of their comfort zone than others. And, and Gregor's got the uh, donut line there with Holloway, McLeod and Brown. Do you think that their second, third line or sorry, their th- third line and fourth line, are those guys getting out of their comfort zone enough to create enough energy and do enough to kind of get them out of this little drought? Yeah, so I think, you know, I'm guessing what you're talking about is that if you're not scoring, what are you doing, mm-hmm. right? So it's great to not be getting scored on, and I I, I, I value that. You know, when I, when I watch a team you're not getting scored on, that's great. But are you doing anything to bring anything to your team? So, you know, as far as maybe a big penalty kill or a physical hit or driving the puck to the net or a 40-second shift in the offensive zone where you're cycling, now you're setting the table for whomever, whatever line's coming out of. And I think I, of the guys you just mentioned, I think four 
Vogel and Holloway have done a good job. I think that those two guys have been doing that, um, you know, pretty pretty consistent. I think they played pretty well. Those two guys, McLeod, I you know I would put him in that group I just talked about as far as getting to the net. You know, he's so fast. You know, how many times have we seen he's just decided to just drive that puck wide and drive it to the net? It's scary. You never know what's going to meet you there or who's going to meet you there. Uh, Derek Ryan did it a few nights ago, drew a penalty. You know, there's a fourth liner. He just put his head down and said, I'm taking the puck to the net. Bang, there you go. You draw a penalty and the team gets on the power play. So, you know, it's, it's one thing to not score. It's one thing to not get scored on. But you need to bring something more to kind of help your team. You know, fighting, you know, we saw Vander Kane do it. I think not everyone... Well, now no one really fights. There's fewer fighters, but there's not a lot of guys and owners that want to do that. But it doesn't mean you can't be physical. You know, even think about, I think it was against the Jets where Holloway just stood that, uh, that, that Jet player right up on the line. Bang! Knocked him over. You don't think that gives the bench a lift? I'm not sure that was completely intentional, but either way, he delivered something that was, you know, probably needed at that time for the Oilers. So I, I 100% agree. Uh, how are you impacting the game? If you're not scoring, that is always the ultimate question. Play away from the puck. What are you doing? And if you kind of look at the end of the night and your stat sheet is, you know, one shot, no hits, no block shots, no penalty kill time, no power play time, and eight minutes or ten minutes, you know, what have you really done? And are you forcing the coach to play more? I think they don't have enough guys that are forcing the coach to play him more. And to that point, I mean, I'm not talking fighting. I don't want to go back, you know, 10, 15 years and, and have a whole bunch of fights. But I'm talking even, you know, for anyone that watched the Canadians game there and that Savard br- blocking those shots. I mean, you know what it's like to be on the bench and on the oh. ice when guys are blocking shots and doing things like that. Like, that's just as good as a fight, is it not? Well, it is. And, that, and that's those little things that you really appreciate. And, you know, Dylan Hallway, I, I, he, you know, I gave him a bit of a hard time for sticking his hand out and blocking that shot. But... You know, he, he is getting in those shooting lanes, and I just feel like he's doing everything he can to say, look, here I am, coach. Look at me. Look at what I'm doing. Look how I'm helping, even if I'm not scoring, although I think he's, he's probably due for a goal. But it's, it's those little details, even just a, a one face-off, um, you know, taking a shorter shift, changing hard. Like, all those things, they, they just all add up, and your teammates just love you for it. It's, it's subtle, but they do love you for it, and they, they, they want it breathes energy on the team because, you know, three points out of a possible 10 for the Oilers, I can't imagine a worse, you know, a situation where they thought it could have gone any worse for them. And now your captain's out, so how do you create energy? How do you get going? Like, tonight, you're playing Minnesota, and we're missing a couple of players. Go get on those defense. Like, uh, like, let's look at it. Yanmark, Kane, Hyman, Fogel, Holloway, Arnie, uh, Ernie, all those guys, they can force these D-men to make turnovers. Get on them. Just put pressure on them. The best D-men in the world make pressure or make, make, make bad decisions with pressure. When you have guys that are maybe you know, lower-level defensemen at NHL level, get on them. Make them make choices. Make them turn the puck over. And they will. Because I know I did it. I was a lower-level guy, too. But that's how it works. Get on them. Make them feel pressure. Make them be uncomfortable all night long. And that is not, has nothing to do with skill. It has nothing to do with scoring goals. That has everything to do with effort. And just uh, uh, you're just going to decide to hunt pucks down. Jason Strudwick joins us on Sports 1440 in Orders Nation YouTube. Uh, Strudy, it's early on, so I understand patience by a head coach. But at what point, if it continues, would you possibly look at saying maybe less is more? Maybe you try Ekholm with Broberg or DeHarnay, and you put Kulak with Bouchard, and you lower some of Bouchard's minutes because he's been struggling. 
I have seen some people talk about pulling him out of the lineup, and I ah, think that that's is ridiculous. that's way overblown. I mean, you can't do that. He runs the power play, and that's just he, – he, he's you he, he can't do that to a guy. You can't – not at this stage. So I am – I would be in favor of him sliding down a pair. Just a reset. Just say, buddy, look at what, how we're doing. Look what's happening here. Um, you know, there's some parts of your games we like, but these are the parts we want you to tighten up. Um, and Kulak seems to be a bit of a cooler. For whatever reason, he seems to – and, you know, over the, his time to orders, he seems to find a, a way with his partners. You know, maybe it's because he is a bottom-end second-pairing defenseman. He's playing the third-pairing. Maybe that's why he's, he's a bit overcast in that um, in that spot. But, yeah, I, I think the time's now. I, I would have okay. him slide down now. Um, and then you can move Broberg, especially with McDavid out. You know, you, there's no one else. You know, there's, there's no one else sitting up there pounding popcorn. Like, it's, this is it. This is who you got. So, you know, try to use this time to find out maybe what you got from Broberg. Um, you know, you talk to Broberg. You talk to Ekholm. You talk to Bouchard. They one-on-one say, this is what I see. This is what we want you guys to do. This is what your role is. You talk to Kulak. Um, and with Kulak's gain ability, maybe that helps kind of Broberg in, or uh, Bouchard in different situations. So I think the time is now. I would have done it now. Okay. All right. Well, you're the D-man, and I agree with you because I was thinking about, you know what, sometimes less is more. And I know that I think they wanted to try Ekholm with uh, with uh, Broberg in the preseason, and obviously Ekholm got uh, banged up and so wasn't able to do it. And so it's it's hard to do it now, but... You know, Broberg to me, you know, he's he's really a sponge. He's open to what Ekholm wants. Uh, we've seen him be a little bit more assertive and aggressive. So, why not try it? And Bouchard is he's he's not awful right now, but he's just not as good as he was last year. So, for a short stretch, if you lower his his, uh, his co- quality of competition, it might actually benefit both of them. Then all of a sudden, maybe Bouchard opens up. Oh, now I'm playing against third and fourth line guys. Well, now maybe I can move the puck a little bit easier. Yeah, and you know you, you, those. The third and fourth guys, if you make a mistake, you don't get burned as quick as the first yeah. and second line, right? Like, it, and you know, Brown, you know what I'm talking about. I, you know, I banged up against those third and fourth lines for years, no problem. And then all of a sudden, go against the first line, the same mistake you would have made against the bottom pairing is in the back of your net, and the coach is yelling at you. You're like, hold on, you know, whatever. Uh, Matt, Ty Domi wasn't putting that in the back of the net. Matt's done being well, you know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah. So it's a big difference, and just it's. You've got to, I think it's all in how you approach a player, especially a younger one. You know, you, the, the days of yelling at him and telling him he's brutal and all that just doesn't work. I think this is what we have on tape. Look at what you've done this year, what you've done last year. This is what we think we need to get back to. Let's just put you with Kulak. Kulak is a cooler. He's going he's gonna to get everything under control. We're going to play a little differently here. Uh, and then be clear with CC and Nurse what their roles are. Then you yeah. have the second pairing, what their roles are. Because essentially, really, then your second, third pairing be, kind of become 2A, 2B, or, or 3A, 3B, whatever you want to call it. But um, if, if, if you put the power to CC uh, and Nurse, hey, this is your role now. Like, I really think communicating so everyone knows what their their job is and what the expectation is really important. There's no surprises. Like, I always hated when you played and you didn't really know. Like, I had coaches come up to me and say, hey, you're playing tonight because this is a heavy team. Oh, I can read between the lines. You want me to come out and be mean and be heavy and maybe fight? No problem. I, I got it. Like, I, I like that. I, I wanted to know what, what my role was or what you wanted from me. Don't, don't think you want something from me and not tell me, and then we don't know what's happening. Is it not? Do we not want that internal competition too? Like, should anyone other than Dreisaitl and and McDavid be guaranteed 
right? I mean, if if Bouchard is not playing well, should he just be stuck up there on the on the top pairing defenseman? Like, if we have some movement, does that not create a little competition? Bouchard, you know, has to be a little bit more desperate in everything that he's doing in the game, you know, away from the rink, his whole approach. And it also lets other guys know that that are slotting in there. It's like, hey, you know what? We like what you're doing. We're rewarding you. And then you got that internal competition. Well, you bring some excitement. So Broberg, if he comes to the rink tonight and sees his name beside Ekholm, you better believe he's excited, yeah. right? Like he, he knows his minute. Because what did he – I think he was, I want to say, 10 minutes, guys. I don't have it in front of me. I think he was 10 minutes last game, whatever yeah. it was. So now all of a sudden maybe he's at 15, 16, 17, whatever minutes, and that's, that gets you excited. Then Ekholm's a little uncomfortable. He's like, oh, man, i got to help this guy out. Um, you know, I, I, he's, he's fellow Swede. I want to make sure he does. So he kind of gets a little excitement. Then Bouchard, maybe he's a little bit pissed. He's like, God, you know, I shouldn't be playing here, but I'm going to be a little bit more diligent in the way I'm playing away from the puck. Like all that, it all adds up, and I think, you know, Again, with the conversations you, you have with your players, and then everyone kind of knows where you're at, and then that uncomfort, it just shakes things up a little bit. Um, so, no, I, I, like I said, I would have done that move a while ago, not as a punishment, just as a reset for Bouchard. Say, but this, this is what we're seeing. I mean, everyone can see it. Um, and and it's, he's probably feels like he's floundering. This is like his, his stop cap. Okay, here we go. We're going to get you set back up. And then when he starts moving back up, if required, you can push him back up to that second pairing. Strutty, good stuff, my man. Enjoy the game tonight. All right, we'll see you guys later. That is uh, Jason Strutt, who joins us every Tuesday here on Sports 1440 Live and Orders Nation YouTube. Strutt's on, brought to you by ActionElectrical.net. Uh, we'll come back. We have about uh, five questions. Spec joins us, uh, DVD. Uh, more of the uh, second game is now underway. We're looking at the start times. We, uh, we'll see how many of them are uh, on time. I have to talk from Rick from uh, PlayAlberta.ca. That would have been a fantastic prop bet. Out of the 16 games today, how many of them would have actually started on 15-minute intervals? That's what the goal is. What's the reality? And by the way, Jack Campbell is starting in goal tonight. If you're just joining us, Kane, Drysaddle, Yanmark, Fogel, Hyman, Nugent Hopkins, Holloway, McLeod, Brown, Ernie and Ryan are the 10th and 11th forward. Uh, Nurse and Cece, who have played very well, by the way, is a parent. Echo and Bouchard. And then uh, Kulak with uh, DeHarnay and Broberg, uh, they'll rotate in the seven defensemen. Uh, the uh, Wild, no Matt Boldy, who had 31 goals last year. Jared Spurgeon, yet to play a game. They really miss their captain on the back end. Goligoski's on uh, LTIR. They got a young guy in each blue line. Watch Brock Faber. For many order fans, this will be your first time watching him. The rookie defenseman's off to a fantastic start. But he's a rookie defenseman. You got to pressure him. We'll come back with five questions. The Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. We are getting closer. Oilers in Minnesota looking to end. They've uh, lost two, won one, lost two. So I guess order fans are hoping they continue that streak. That means they'd win tonight and uh, improve to two, three, and one on the uh, season. Hasn't been a banner start yet for the blue and orange. And uh, would like to get a win rather quickly. No Connor McDavid tonight. Of course, as uh, he will sit out tonight, Thursday for sure. We don't know if he's going to play. Uh, the head coach didn't want to rule out Sunday, but uh, obviously depends on uh, how quick of a healer he is. There's, uh, there's obviously uh, uh, way too much of a risk. I don't see them rushing him, but um, if he feels he's ready to play, then he'll play. Let's get to five questions now brought to you by The Brick, where their scratch and save event is on right now, where you can save up to 40% off additional on what the... Uh, price is right now. There's going to be over $115,000 in instant prizes. 
Stop in right now at The Brick. Check online at thebrick.com. It's time for five questions on The Jason Greger Show. All right, guys. Tonight, Oilers take on the Wild. About two and 20 minutes, two hours, 20 minutes away, give or take. What is the biggest key to victory for the Oil? And let's get a prediction with the score. I think their biggest... Uh, what they have to do is their first shift, right? Whether you get hit, give a hit, get hit, build off a good pass, emotionally somehow get invested whatever way you can emotionally get invested into the game. Uh, and then obviously just take it shift by shift, period by period. I Obviously they did that against Winnipeg, um, but just take it shift by shift, period by period. Um, I think they're going to win. I, I see them. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And then 3-1. 3-1 with an empty netter. Mm. To me, the key for the Edmonton orders is they have to bury their chances. They've been getting a lot of chances and not scoring. And so you got way too many guys with donuts right now. I know it's only five games, but you look at it with McDavid out of the lineup, you have four forwards who have scored a goal this year. Four. That's not good. So bury your chances. Question number two for you guys. If you had to take a totally random guess, I don't think we have any inside information. When do you think Connor McDavid would return to the Oilers lineup? Uh, that's a tough, you know what? He's a unique, special guy. Obviously, with his his injury and how quick he came back for other players, it seemed like that could have been career ending. I mean, he's probably sitting in some chamber somewhere getting healthy um, for, you know, so nothing's off the table with this guy. I mean, does I mean, we all this is a big, big game for us to, to participate in. I'm sure for him, it's a huge game to actually play in. And I'm sure he's excited about it. He's known about it for a while. It, for some reason, it wouldn't surprise me if he actually played. But. You know, I, I would I would hate for the Oilers to rush them, and you know that they're not going to do that anyway. So when is your guess? You're saying Sunday? For- I'm going to say Sunday. Oh, okay. I will say 
Thursday, the following Thursday against Dallas. I think it'll be out 10 days. Question number three for you guys today. All 32 NHL franchises in action tonight. I love it, but it seems a little weird. It's just on a random Tuesday. Uh, would you like to see them do this again, but potentially on a weekend? Yeah, all day, man. Oh. Like it's no-brainer. I think, uh, you know, God love them for doing it on a Tuesday night, but it's. Uh, I, I think a weekend is, is much more feasible. I think if you asked all the teams personally, you could pump this up and make it much bigger event if it was on a Saturday in 16 different cities. Absolutely, I agree with that. I mean, there's nothing better than having all day hockey on a, on a weekend. I mean, we're all busy with our kids, running them around to different sports. Who's got time to to watch sports all all day on a Tuesday? Final. Well, no, question number four here. NBA gets going tonight. Uh, who's your prediction to meet in the finals this season? I'm gonna go. Ooh, the West is hard, man. The West has lots of really good teams, but Denver, I think, is really good. So if they stay healthy, I'll go with them in the final. And uh, I will take the Bucks. I'm a huge Damian Lillard fan. Like, that's the one guy. There's not a lot of players where I r- openly root for them to want to win a championship because I think it's hard. But I'm going to say Damian Lillard. I'm not saying he wins a championship, but I'd like to see Damian Lillard go deep. The guy's just one of the best shooters the game's seen. So uh, I will go with the Bucks. It's like we're reading off the same sheet here. I got Denver <laughs> myself. We got to go with uh, Jamal Murray, obviously a Canadian, uh, and what they did last year back-to-back, hopefully – for him uh and then milwaukee i like that uh, giannis there i'm not even try and pronounce his last name but Antetokounmpo. there you go um you know i'm a fan of his and, and what he's done and his story uh so yeah i got those two final question today is a national bologna day apparently i'm gonna ask you guys your favorite deli meat but i just want to quickly play I, I asked Struddy this a while ago and he gave me his answer i want you guys to hear it i love it mexican salami i literally could pound mm-hmm. that all night long oh is it good so Strutty likes that, the Mexican salami. What is your guy's favorite deli meat? I could go with a salami from, uh, especially being in Europe. And I'd obviously Strutty played over in Europe as well. Maybe that's where he picked it up. But the salami, uh, yeah, for sure. It's tasty, a little bit of fat in there. Um, big fan of the Italian center that opened up in Sherwood Park there. Mm-hmm. They got these little salami yep. with cheese. What a snack that is. Wow, that, you know, it's the key because you have to look, um, you know, it's great being educated on food, but then sometimes you realize it kind of takes away your love of certain foods because there's so many nitrates in some of those uh, um, ones. So now I have to be very selective. And so uh, my favorite deli meat, though, is the um, it's a ch- they have like this special roasted chicken, but it's got um, it's it's sliced thin. Mm. And it's got like a, a two different spices on it. I can't. I, I want it. Might not come in. Uh, uh, can't even remember what they're called, but I know exactly where it is in the deli, and it's unbelievable. Thinly sliced. That's the key. Yes, thinly, a hundred percent. But that's uh, that's my favorite one, man. Uh, you know, as a kid, it was a no brainer. Love bologna. Right. I do like turkey now, but man, I had bologna the other day, and now that I'm an adult, bologna is not nearly as good as I thought it was when I was a kid. Like I don't like bologna I, anymore. What is bologna? I don't. I don't, I don't know. Bologna. Yeah, or, I, I, I think that's something you definitely eat it when you're younger. Oh, like as a kid, I thought yeah. bologna was the greatest. Yeah. But now, like a hot no, dog. So many different things. Uh, you know, I remember they used to have sliced black forest ham. Ooh, yeah. Remember that? That was a classic deli meat for a long time. Crusted edges. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but bologna just doesn't carry the same power anymore. It's unfortunate. Brownie, 3-1 is your uh, prediction. Going with the defensive effort from the D-man. I like it. Right. With an empty netter. Um, oh. Yeah. Yes. There you go. 
Is Janmark scoring the empty netter? God, you're all over. Yeah, poor Janmark. No, no, eh? Come on, but no. let's be real here. Yeah. Like, now, I, I'm just, you put certain guys in positions to succeed. I think that's a key. Now, maybe Matthias Janmark scores, and for one game, okay, fine. But if it's for two or three or four, I'm sorry. He's not a top-line player. But I, I think that this is temporary, right? This is, you know, McDavid's yeah. going to be out, you know, possibly two, yeah, like possibly said, two, two weeks. three or four games. Yeah. I think there's better options. That's all. I, I would look at other options. That's all I'm saying because I don't – if you give him 10 chances, how many is he scoring? Yeah, but I mean, I, are you not looking at him to keep pucks alive and and be able to to give pucks to yeah, Kane and yeah, give but, pucks to Drysaddle? Yeah, Drysaddle and Kane are pretty uh, I, good at puck retrievers. It's not like those guys are soft, right? Like they're yeah. both power forwards; they can get the puck, right? So I don't know. I just it doesn't. I, I don't. I Yanmar can play my team. He just doesn't play my top line. That's yep. all. No, oh, I agree. Yeah. So watch him go score goals tonight. Good for him. Hope he does. But um, I'm not holding my breath. Brownie, have a great one. We will uh, talk to you next Tuesday. Thanks, Grace. That's uh, Sean Brown joins us every Tuesday. Uh, we'll return. We got Spec DVD uh, update you on lots of games. Of course, sixteen of them tonight across the NHL. Connor Halley will give you that update right now in a sports fourteen forty update. Uh, brought to you by the uh, Edmonton Orders. Their Hall of Fame game is this Thursday, seven p.m. against the New York Rangers, featuring a pregame ceremony for Doug Waite and Charlie Huddy as they will be inducted into the Orders. Hall of Fame. Limited tickets remain. Go to edmontonorders.com slash tickets. Here's Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.